Hello and welcome to Better Construction with Sean McStay, the podcast where we discuss design and construction techniques, products, and details that lead to a better built environment. All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Better Construction. Uh, this week, I'm very pleased to have with me Sanjeev Dillon. Sanjeev is the field marketing manager for a company called Procore. So today, we're going to learn a little bit more about Procore and Sanjeev as well. So I want to say thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you, Sean. Very happy to be here. Perfect. So I guess I always like to start off for people who don't know you, although you're pretty active on social media and LinkedIn and such. So there's probably a lot of people who do. Uh, but for anyone who's not familiar with you yet, maybe introduce yourself. So uh, uh, my name is Sanjeev Dillon. I'm, um, I, uh, I'm a field marketing manager with uh, Procore Technologies, as uh, Sean had mentioned. Um, so I, I'm originally actually from uh, Kenya, East Africa. So Hakuna Matata, the language of, uh, uh, you know, the Lion King, that's my language. Uh, and I remember coming here to Canada about 20 years ago. I'd like to say this story because I think that I reached paradise and I tell myself if there's no heaven or hell afterwards, I'm cool because I've reached paradise, such a great country. And yeah, so that's, uh, that's what I do. Okay, perfect. So uh, you came to Canada, has construction industry, is, have you always been interested in that side of, uh, of business or how did you kind of come into the position that you're in now? I came into construction a little bit later, like uh, my career was mostly focused on the communications technology side. I worked with the Selco's, uh, the Rogers, Rogers Communications, uh, you know, with technology, Blackberry, uh, iPhones and all that. So I kind of got tired of it about four or five years ago and I wanted to venture into something else. And somebody had uh, introduced me to someone who wanted to build out uh, four pizza huts uh, across northern BC and they just wanted it to be turnkey, you know, uh, from the lease, the build out, uh, just a key at the end to start the operation. And it was pretty cool. So I took it on, um, and uh, it was about a $2 million project building uh, four pizza sets across northern BC from Quenelle to Prince Rupert. And I just learned so much. I, I completed all the projects on time, on schedule, got the, the owner some you know, in- incentives for finishing early. But you know, with construction, there's always something that goes wrong. So you, know, you work with the trades, you work with the engineers, you work with different folks, and it's such a big community. And, uh, and there are a lot of good people in it. Uh, but at the same time, you have to also be very careful how you transverse through it. So I learned a lot in that aspect. But because I was traveling a lot, an opportunity came up with the Vancouver Regional Construction Association uh, to develop their membership site. And so I was able to get that position. And it was a really good position. That was about two years after that. Uh, because it gave me a macro side of the construction industry, I was able to see what happens on the, on the bigger picture. How, and as well, in the industrial, commercial, institutional side of business. So those two combined. and then. Procore came along, and that was technology. So my first love of technology and then my growing love for construction kind of like uh, came together at that juncture. And uh, so that's how I ended up being at Procore and into construction. Oh, very interesting. All right. Yeah. And so for people who aren't familiar with it, maybe tell us a little bit about Procore. Uh, we're going to kind of talk about the, the software and stuff in more depth later in the interview, but maybe tell us a bit about the company, you know, when was it founded, that type of stuff. Sure. So when I, was, uh, when I was at the Vancouver Regional Construction Association, I used to travel to a lot of sites. And, uh, and some sites like the Smith Brothers Wilson, you know, where Pitt Meadows Plumbing was working, there was something different about the field crews. And uh, they were more liberated. They were more uh, excited. They were, most, they were more resourceful. They were more passionate. And it came to me that they all used a software called Procore. And, you know, in construction, we sometimes think of people under the PM level or lower, you know, as 
they don't get all the benefits and sometimes the opportunities aren't there. You know, they're working late into the night in their trailers, but this was actually liberating them. So, uh, you know, when I joined, I was, it's, it's just one of those companies that's very exciting. It's in Silicon Valley. Uh, you know, it serves the construction and development sectors uh, with an all-in-one construction management software that's 100% cloud-based. Uh, we're headquartered in uh, a town called Carpinteria in uh, California. We have offices worldwide and also in Toronto and Vancouver where we have a good, uh, big presence. But uh, the way it started was pretty cool. It was started 18 years ago by our current CEO today. His name is Tui Kortamoshe, just uh, an amazing individual. But uh, he was trying to build a new house and uh, realized that despite the sweeping impact of technology across many sectors at that time, the construction industry just was left behind. So with that knowledge, he, he just wanted to do something different. So he started Procore because he felt like he could make a difference. So Sean, you know, if you go back to the 2000s, uh, you know, there's not much as smartphones or iPads, you know, Wi-Fi was an issue. So, you know, these, uh, you know, the founder and the early employees were like adding Wi-Fi at job sites. I mean, Wi-Fi is still a problem on job sites right now, but that's how it got started. Um, so today it's about, we have about 2,000 employees. We call ourselves affectionately as the Procoreans. Uh, and our vision is to improve the lives of everyone in construction. Um, we're very industry focused. You know, you, you see me on uh, LinkedIn, but that's because my company gives me the privilege to work with, you know, women in construction, the different associations. We like, it's good business in the end, you know, when you're involved in your community, but you also help out. You know, we also, we, we've been voted some, about a few times as the 10 best places to work. So I feel really fortunate. One, I'm in Canada, which is the best country in the world. And I work for Procore, which is one of the best companies in the world. So very, very fortunate. But one really cool thing about us is we have three values called openness, optimism, and ownership. And uh, it's just really cool because even with my relationship with you, that's what I want to, want to like uh, put out there. You know, I want, to, I want to own my conversation with you. I want to help you. I want to be optimistic about our relationship. And I want to be open about the conversation. So that's really cool. But just some real quick facts. We have about 8,500 customers worldwide. We have over 1.3 million users across 125 countries. Uh, One million projects have been completed using Procore. And that's about a trillion dollars, I think. And in BC, we have done really well. So everywhere from Vancouver House to, you know, you think of uh, Vancouver House, the brewery, you know, Kitsilano Pool, small to big projects we do. Uh, our customers range from Oxford on the owner's side to Smith Brothers on the general contracting side to like someone like Mart Electric on subs. So that's who we are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, obviously, I've heard of Procore before. I did a little bit more research uh, once you and I started talking. It sounds very interesting. I'm always very fascinated by vision-driven companies. Now, like most companies say they have a vision and it might be printed on the, the wall in you know, their boardroom or something like that. Uh, but there, there are less companies that actually have a vision and why they do things. But what strikes me about Procore and what I've seen from yourself and from other people who work there that I've, I've been exposed to online, uh, they definitely seem to follow that vision. Like there's a genuine interest in improving the quality of life of people in the construction industry. True. And, you know, it, it stems from our, uh, our president, Steve Zam. He's the chief cultural officer and he's just very passionate about culture. Culture is so valuable, you know, yeah. that it can, it can impact how your company operates. Definitely. So the company itself is, is very fascinating, but as is the product. Now, you guys have a suite of different products for kind of handling all the different sides of a construction site. Um, when somebody's new to Procore, how do you kind of describe uh, some of the options that are available to them with, with what you guys do? Well, it's grown, it's grown quite a bit. So 
essentially like what we do is uh, we connect people, systems, and data, right, to improve project outcomes, essentially. And that could be from a small project to a massive project. Um, we are one platform, so, and we work across the different stakeholders. So architects, engineers, the GC, the owner, and the subtrades. Um, so we cover everything, like say from the capital planning for the owner, all the way to pre-construction, and all the way to course of construction. So, and the different people in that group, right? So it, be, it might be a general contractor getting our software. It might be someone like Oxford Properties getting us our software on the front side because they want control over the data. So there could be different things involved. Um, so every, anything you essentially need to operate uh, to complete a construction project, we have. And if we don't, we have an open API allowing uh, developers and owners to connect to our software. And that has about 200 different partners, everyone from Sage to QuickBooks to, uh, you know, uh, uh, Microsoft Project and connection to a project. So it's got, a, it's got this way where it doesn't matter what technology you use, you can, you can bundle it up and share it up and put it into Procore as a base for it. So that's what we usually say that we are. But yeah, we've got suites like project management, quality and safety, uh, or you can get the whole package. So they're just different things that we do, but we cover most of it. Okay. And quite often when we think of software companies and software products like that and the construction side of things, they are more well-known on the very large-scale projects. Um, would you say that that's the main focus for the software, or is this something that smaller-scale uh, projects would also it would be applicable for? It would be applicable for uh, smaller projects too, but if you're only building, say, one house, uh, then it may not work. If you're, a, if you're a builder who builds multiple homes, and then you start from there, you know, uh, Project, for example, like say Smith Brothers Wilson finished the, um, the public open pool in Kitsilano was a smaller project in a couple of hundred thousand dollars. So from there all the way to a couple of billion, it's very elastic the way it works. So how, how is the, the product kind of implemented? Is there a fairly extensive setup process or is it kind of more organic as the project moves along? Well, one of the good things about Procore is we have a great uh, a customer success team. So that once you become a Procore client, you're assigned a customer success team, and their, their job is to ensure that the integration goes really well. So it's a very uh, easy project, but it does require uh, you know, the effort from the company to kind of put the resources in, to put the time to build it out, just like any other technology. It's only as good as the information you put in, and we help in all that uh, in that regard. One example is... Uh, one of the biggest uh, construction companies, uh, projects in Canada is called The Well in Toronto, massive project, but they actually changed software or brought in Procore in the middle of the project, which can be uh, you know, very difficult. But it was so, it was, I mean, it, it came with its challenges, of course, like anything else, but it's very seamless to the point they were so happy with the transition during that time. So it is very easy to implement. Um, and uh, once you get going on, it's very user-intuitive. It's uh, very easy to use. What you see is what you kind of get. Um, so just, uh, it's, you know, uh, mobile-based. So just easy from start to finish. Okay. And I mean, the construction industry is not known always, and it's a bit of stereotype, uh, but it's not always known to be the most friendly to new things. Change is, is not easy for a lot of people. Um, and part of the reason for that is just the, the, the projects that we work on are immensely complicated. Uh, more complicated than uh, I, I would say as a, as a construction process and an assembly process of an item, a large you know building like the ones in the picture behind you is one of the most complicated things that humans build. 
Um, how do you how do you kind of help people with that resistance to change from the way they've kind of always done things? There are various facts. You have to you have to look at the different ways they're they're uh, you know utilizing technology. So as a you know, I agree with you. As a construction industry, we've decided that things like accounting we won't use Excel, <laughs> but uh, something like uh, like a, like a high rise we'll use Excel, but we'll mix it up with a lot of things. So it's just that there are a lot of things that are 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 missing. Like uh, we work in silos, so information is lost. Uh, you know, there's productivity issues where. Uh, you know, there's a stat that says about uh, 35% of employees' time is used on non-optimal tasks, for example. You know, and then on top of that, you're trying to find skilled labor, but you can't find them, right? So how do you bridge that? Uh, you know, the safety is getting is getting more and more prevalent. So is a contractual uh, complication. So there's there's so many different factors coming into into play that you need a system to work together to communicate with everyone. And I think especially in Canada, where we have the baby boomers who are now retiring, who had all that knowledge base, and you have, uh, uh, you know, a new, and then we had a gap where we had no one going to school for construction. And then now we have a new generation of folks coming in. And they depend on collaboration to know the stuff that the older generation knew. So attracting talent is also a big thing. But just, uh, just uh, breaking down the silos, one, of, uh, one other thing is rework, like, um, there's one stat that says uh, total rework where we go and say, oh, that window shouldn't have been there, fix it. It's like $500 billion in a $10 trillion industry, of which $280 billion is, is based on miscommunication and poor data. And, you know, we have such a low margin business, sometimes it's 10% or higher, and there's 5% just on rework, you know. So how do we, how do we, how do we, uh, how do we like incorporate that and get you to think about those kind of things? So there's quite a few uh, things that come into play, John. Okay. And so going on that topic of communication, um, who's typically utilizing the software? Is it everyone involved with the project? Is it typically, you know, the GC and then, you know, maybe the developer as well? Or do the design teams get involved? Like who typically is inputting information into that? So the way Procore is designed is, is to bring everyone on one platform. So. Uh, in the case, say a general contractor brings in the software, he has an he can add an unlimited folks on there. So that could be his trades, his uh, his uh, architect, his engineer for RFIs uh, for change orders. He can add the owner in to see progress of the project. Um, all his employees, and they all have this uh, administration like a security all the way to the smallest uh, you know detail that can be managed. So the idea is to keep everyone on the same page. So yeah, everyone is. Uh, is connected on Procore. Okay. Yeah. And so one thing that I wanted to get into uh, that I was curious about is uh, the kind of level of technical competence that varies quite a bit. So, you know, you have a wide variety of people on a job site. You have maybe the very skilled, uh, maybe a little bit older generation that's not used to utilizing these things all the way down to people who maybe know a little bit less about the construction side, but are very comfortable with technology. what kind of devices are they using to access this information and, and how is that kind of training process taken care of? So Procore is cloud-based. So anywhere where you have internet access, uh, you have Procore. So um, it was one of the first apps on um, the iPhone when, uh, you know, on the construction site. So it's always been a mobile first uh, software. So as you know, nowadays, pretty much everyone has a smartphone at work. So anyone who can use a smartphone can use Procore. 
the level of use is uh, varies across the group, but it's all very easy. Uh, you know, once uh, things like, uh, you know, analytics can be set up, say for a leader to see where his data comes from, you know, the company that's setting it up, or if you use our own analytics, we set it up for you. Um, how you collect data, the fields, the custom fields you want to collect data over can be put in quite easily, just like, uh, you know, if you were to make a form online. Uh, but it might need somebody who's more technically uh, sophisticated in your company to kind of learn those those items in the beginning. But once it's pushed to the field, it's just a matter of click and touch, point, uh, zoom, pinch, all that stuff. is it, it, it goes from there. Okay. And is it pretty customizable if people want to track uh, very specific things for a project versus maybe their last project? Are they able to kind of adjust things? Yeah, it's uh, it's very customizable. You have like custom fields you can add. Uh, Procore grew from a from a uh, a client user base, right? So as we brought in general contractors, we got the input and we kept on improving the system based on that those goals, right? Uh, and so what you see is a product of you know many companies, different ideas coming together as one, which is kind of cool because it's created standardization. So when people talk about things, they're talking about that one thing across the company. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it flows really well in that sense. Okay. And then looking forward, I guess, what are some of the, the kind of next places where you think this can really impact the construction site or where, where do you think in five, you know, in five years, say, um, these types of technologies are going to be involved when it comes to construction? So Procore, Procore is like a base, right? I mean, it's a base from where you can collect all your information, all your data. So, for example, you can connect with someone like Structure Site or Open Space for visual documentation. And, you know, that can be all imported into, into Procore. You can connect with someone, say, who does uh, a social distancing technology, uh, and you can import into a safety report. And that's where our open market comes into place. So think of us as a, as a base layer that brings everything together and connects everyone together so that all the different systems can talk to each other is what I would describe it as. Okay. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. And the future is the future is bright. I mean everyone the pandemic has brought into light why we need to adopt technology. And I think uh, you know once uh, everything clears out, um, there'll be a bigger case for it. But uh, so many things from labor productivity gaps to rework. Uh, you know, if there's one stat that says uh, construction only uses ninety six percent of the data it collects. You know, and you know that's saying you can't manage what you can't measure. So yeah. You know, it's a big thing to get that data to see how we can solve the company problems. Okay. So when I get towards the end of these uh, podcasts, I typically ask two questions. And so the first question is, if you could uh, just fix or change any one misconception, um, and for you it's about one misconception about technology and construction, uh, what one would you get rid of? Look, I'm an old guy, right? and I have always adapted to technology. I believe that, you know, we say when we are, uh, you know, when we, we can't change or, but we live in a life of change, right? And so younger folks maybe are more prevalent because they, they, they grew up with it, but we have the same genes. We have the same capacities, right? We can change. So, so technology is something that you can use for your own benefit. There's nothing to be uh, afraid of it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it can only improve your life. So I think we should always be open to that. And I think that once we see that, uh, it, it lets us go to the next step. My mom uses an iPhone, you know, and she's, uh, 
she's older, she's never went to school, and she uses an iPhone, and she's getting better at it every day. So there's hope for all of us who are <laughs> old. <laughs> I like that. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that it's, it's, it's coming whether we necessarily want it or not. Uh, construction is only getting more competitive uh, with more requirements for being efficient, for you know, redu- reducing waste, for building buildings that are tighter and tighter, both performance-wise but also with specifications-wise. Uh, so I think it's, it's, it's kind of a necessity for sure. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and then the last question I always ask is a personal interest question for me. I, I love books. I collect books. And so I'm curious if uh, right now, if you were to recommend a book, personal or professional, which one would it be? Personal and professional. Okay. Uh, professional, you know, I'm being old school. Like, uh, you know, I grew up on the seven, uh, seven habits of uh, discipline people, right? By Stephen Covey. And, yep. uh, and one of my favorite books is, I mean, that was good at that time. And, uh, and he, has, he had a new book before he passed away called, it was called The Eighth Habit. And that habit was uh, finding your voice by helping other people find their voice. And it was kind of like added dimension to the seven habits. And it's cool because I think in today's world, we need people to, to help other people to, to build themselves. And then you can find a voice through it too. So it's, it's very powerful. It's about wisdom. I like anything. I like books about wisdom and building culture, uh, building, sorry, character. Uh, you know, wisdom, like uh, I think Jim... Uh, Jim Roth said it. He said, wisdom is one of those things. It's not a zero-sum game. If, if somebody gave me wisdom, he gets to keep it, but I also get to keep it. And so I've always, been, I've always loved books like that, but it's also a very powerful book on uh, just yourself and in light of all the things that go in the world, career-wise, you know, all the maybe sort of disappointments, some of the successes, how to like balance that out. Um, so a really good book from the past. Um, one book I'm really, uh, reading right now is called uh, Walking with Destiny. And it's about Churchill. It's his latest uh, autobiography. And uh, some new details came out that were archived before. And, uh, and just a thick book. And it's, it's just, you know, it's, an, it's a story about an incredible person who had a sense of who he was going to be in the world. And where ambition, his ambition came and helped us in the world where, you know, if he didn't stand up, where the world would be now with all the Nazis. So, so just uh, two really good books, I think. that would Yeah, those are great recommendations. I appreciate that. All right, Sanjeev. Well, for everyone listening, I'm going to go ahead and put links to uh, Sanjeev's social media on LinkedIn and, uh, of course, Procore's company site as well in the description below. And from there, uh, Sanjeev, I wish you a great rest of your day. Thank you, Sean, for having me on. Keep on doing this. This is a really great and uh, very educative. <laughs>